Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A Shepherd in France Chapter 18 by Bernard Redstone It turned out to be surprisingly easy to explain. He didn't even get to say anything. The moment Ben returned to the hotel with his tag-alongs Gabriella and Catherine met them in the lobby and just shook their heads. They took the young women in tow, with their police escort, into the clothing shop to get them something to wear. Ben followed them in and sat with Gabriella. When you said to me this morning that the two women wouldn't speak to the police without seeing you I guess something like this might happen. I saw the two women in question last night. I saw how lost they were. You must have made an impression when you rescued them. Gabriella smiled and patted his thigh. You can't keep bringing strays home though. I know. I had no intention of bringing these ones. They kind of latched onto me when I got to the station and wouldn't let go. Ben was silent for a bit. The monster changed them. Erased their past. Did God knows what to them. They lost half of their life so far to that bastard. I want to hurt him so much. Gabriella reached up and took Ben's face between her hands. She looked deeply in his eyes and didn't see what she was expecting. It wasn't rage there. It was fear, sadness, and loss. She wanted to know where that came from. What had happened to Ben to torment him like this? There was a sudden flurry of giggles and the ladies burst from the change rooms wearing the most beautiful sundresses. They might have been straining a little on top to contain the bounty they carried but they were smart and sophisticated and very stylish. Karen and Penny were beaming and giggling and Ben couldn't help but show the delight he felt for their happiness. You two look lovely! He gushed and their giggles increased. Catherine stood behind them with a huge smile on her face. Very chic, he said. We'll definitely take those. They rushed over and kissed his cheeks then Catherine gathered them up and brought them back to the change rooms. Ben looked at Gabriella. They're just kids. They may be twenty-four years old physically but they stopped developing mentally in their early teens. They need counseling. Probably therapy and maybe for years. His face fell. You can't save everyone, Ben. Maybe you can give these two a happy comfortable place to live and get them the help they need but what about the next damaged souls you meet you are such a good man but you are going to have to protect your heart as you are stretching yourself too thin we need to get you home ben nodded then braced himself as he heard the giggles returning flattering silk blouses and sophisticated slacks with reasonably high-heeled shoes they were used to the extreme stilettos of five or six inches so these felt a little odd to them but they couldn't deny they liked the new look ben stood up and collected two pairs of shades he walked over and slipped them on their faces. He turned back to Gabriella and smiled. Very stylish. A mysterious and classic look, Gabriella said with a smile. She bore the next burst of kisses, and Ben got his share as the ladies followed Catherine back. Cat was laughing at Ben's and Gabriella's flustered looks. If you don't mind, I'm exhausted and I really just want to go to bed for a little nap. Do you think it would be alright for me to head back to my room? Could I ask you to watch them for a time? Ben asked plaintively. Not a problem. You need an hour? Two, she replied. An hour would be lovely. He gave Gabriella a tender kiss. They'll need swimsuits, sleepwear, underwear. He suddenly felt overwhelmed by the list of things they'd need. Worse, they had no identification papers. Gabriella saw his distraught look. She patted his arm and gave him a gentle push. Go get some sleep. Ben walked out of the shop and went up to his room. He closed the drapes and went into the bathroom. He changed the bandage on his side and walked back into the bedroom to drop onto the bed.
Sleep took him quickly. Catherine crossed the street to collect her daughters from the beach. The shopping day had been postponed but the kids still got to play on the beach so they weren't too disappointed. It was approaching the dinner hour so it was time to come back and get cleaned up for dinner. She spotted Daniel first and his face was grim. He relaxed when he saw her. What's wrong, kiddo? Kat said. That big man from the Louvre that Ben knocked out has been watching us for the last two hours, he said quietly. Catherine spun around and looked back up at the sidewalk. He left when you arrived, Daniel said. Why didn't you tell anyone? She gasped, turning back to him. I thought. I thought if I could keep an eye on him if he moved I could get to the others in time to warn them. I didn't want to lose track of where he was. But he just stood there. So I sat here and kept an eye on him too. Daniel replied and Catherine saw he was exhausted so she gathered him up in her arms and held him tight. Sophia! Get your sisters and Miriam! We're going now! She yelled. Sophia picked up her frantic tone and rushed to get the others. A dark-haired beauty was lying on the beach soaking in the sun. She had successfully ignored the pathetic pickup lines of the beach trolls and was beginning to finally relax. It was exactly what her doctor ordered. Then she heard a voice calling out in a panic. There was something too familiar about that voice to ignore. She pushed herself up to a seated position and looked up the beach. It was her, and she looked frightened. Catherine was clinging to a young boy and waving at her daughters to hurry. Chanel Babineau gathered her things and hustled up the beach to reach the group before they left. She saw Catherine turn her head suddenly in her direction then turn completely to face her with her mouth open, speechless. Catherine? Is everything all right? She asked the gorgeous blonde as she felt her heart ache. Oh. Oh, thank God. Chanel. Yes. No. I mean there was a man, a bad man, watching the kids. It was that bodyguard of Rashid Shakir, the one Ben knocked out in the Louvre. Ben got in more trouble last night, and there are some bad people on the loose. I think he might be one of them. She gasped. Let's get you inside. Which hotel are you staying in? Catherine pointed across the street and Chanel's eyebrows rose. In comparison, her hotel five blocks inland was a dump. You, ah, uh, might want to put your top back on. Kat said somewhat mesmerized by Chanel's perfect breasts. The detective gave her a coy smile and pulled the bikini top from her bag and tied it on. The small triangles barely covered anything and Catherine bit her lip as she watched Chanel make minute adjustments. Having had her fun, Chanel gestured for Catherine to lead. The detective immediately began to scan the crowd on the sidewalk for any suspicious attention. They crossed the street and made it through the lobby and up to their floor. They went to the far end of the hall to a door guarded by two police officers. Chanel looked at Catherine questioningly then showed the officers her badge, but their eyes spent more time on her tits. Catherine gave her eldest a key card and the young woman went to a different room. Catherine then vouched for the remaining kids and they entered the room which proved to be a corner one-bedroom suite. Inside Chanel saw Gabriella and two party girls. Well-dressed party girls but silicone doesn't lie. Gabriella! Daniel told me that bodyguard of Rashid Shakir was watching our kids on the beach for hours today. Daniel kept an eye on him and the man left when I got there. Catherine turned back to Chanel. Oh, and I met Detective Babineau on the beach. Hello, Detective, Gabriella said. Chanel, please. I'm actually off duty for the next ten days. She looked at the two young women and Gabriella caught the look. Chanel, may I introduce Karen and Penny? Ben helped them escape Shakir's captivity last night. Gabriella gestured to the two ladies who nodded politely. How did Ben find them? Chanel asked. Purely by accident. He got lost coming back from the washroom in the restaurant we were at and went in the wrong door. When he saw three young girls being held captive he took matters into his own hands. I think you're aware of how he can get. Chanel nodded. 
Four men died and a fifth escaped. We think it may have been this bodyguard. After he left, Ben found these two ladies locked in a bedroom. So Ben brought them back to the hotel? Chanel snorted. Gabriella smiled. Not initially. The police I'd called when I heard the gunshot arrived and collected Karen, Penny, Ben, and the three young girls who went back to their families. They cleared Ben, self-defense, but held the ladies for questioning. I understand they held out on answering any questions until Ben was brought back to the precinct. That's when he brought them back to the hotel, she said with a smile at the two young women who gave her brilliant smiles in return. Chanel looked incredulously at Catherine who smiled and shrugged. Chanel gave her head a shake and frowned. Back to this man who is watching the group. Do the police here have a description of him? She asked. I have a picture of him. Daniel piped up. Everyone turned to look at him. He rushed over to his suitcase and pulled out his tablet. He started it up and opened up his photo album. He flicked the pages of images by until he got to the images he took at the Louvre. He handed the tablet to the detective. Chanel was surprised to see a series of pictures of the altercation between the bodyguard and Ben. There was a very clear shot of the bodyguard's face. The next shot was blurry as Ben was punching the man in the temple. Then a picture of Catherine's eldest daughter striking Shakir in the head with a kick. She looked at the young boy with wide eyes. These are excellent. You are very good. He smiled at her compliment, as did his mother. This one should be sent to the local police when you report his activities today. She looked at Daniel. Let's speak to the officers at the door and get them to give us a name, an address to send this to. The boy nodded with a big grin and followed her out. They spoke to the officers who radioed in and got the information they needed. Then they went back into the room and composed a message to Chief Inspector Favreau. Daniel wrote a description of how he noticed the man watching them how he recognized him, and how he kept a watch on him. Chanel read his words as he wrote them and looked at the young man with new respect. He was very level-headed for someone so young. She looked over at Gabriella and saw the pride and love in her expression. Chanel reviewed the note once more and they sent it off with the picture attached. Catherine was looking at her with her lovely blue eyes and once more Chanel's heart jumped. Can you join us for dinner tonight? The blonde asked her and Chanel found herself nodding with a smile. I should go back to my hotel to change into something more appropriate if we're going out to eat. Chanel said. You're about the same size as me. I have a dress that would look lovely on you. Catherine said with a grin. Chanel looked at the woman and smiled. If you don't mind. Not at all. Come on. Catherine walked past but hooked a finger around Chanel's fingers and tugged her along. A thrill shot through her body as she felt the soft finger crossing hers. They went to Catherine's room and she immediately went to the closet and pulled a sleek, shimmering black sheath dress out. It was sleeveless and dipped low in the front and daringly low in the back. Where is the rest of the dress? Chanel asked. Very funny. You would look fabulous in this. Catherine gushed. Chanel eyed it skeptically. It was very feminine and she did her best to avoid that but the eager look in Catherine's eyes melted her resistance. With an uncertain look she took the dress from the blonde's hands. The fabric was very soft and thin, and the dress would be very tight. She had another thought. It's lovely, but I can't wear my bikini bottoms under this, and it's much too short to go without. Catherine pulled a matching dress in white from the closet. I will if you will, she said with a spark of challenge in her eyes. Chanel desperately wanted to kiss Catherine at that moment. She also realized that she was no longer thinking of her as Isabel. She couldn't. Catherine might look and even sound like Isabel, but she behaved completely different from Chanel's former lover. She grinned and nodded. The two immediately began stripping and it became a race to see who could squeeze themselves into the tight dress first. Chanel had the advantage of having less on. 
The bikini top and bottom were off in a flash but Catherine cheated by seizing the black dress and tossing it to the opposite side of the room. She burst into laughter as she scrambled to undress while Chanel went after her dress. They both managed to squeeze into their dresses at the same time and both laughed at the silliness. Catherine looked at her with that spark in her eyes again. I was right. You look amazing. Chanel blushed and took in how sexy the blonde looked in her dress. Knowing she wasn't wearing panties in a dress that barely went lower than her lovely tight ass sent tingles through Chanel's intimate places. You look pretty amazing yourself. She watched the woman blush under her appraising look. Oh, I almost forgot. Catherine yelped and turned to pull two pairs of shoes from the closet. One white pair and one black pair. Do these fit you? Chanel's eyebrows rose. High heels. She had avoided them for years but now she felt herself wanting to wear them. For her. She stepped forward and slipped her foot into the black shoe and it fit. Catherine smiled. We're a good match, she said in delight. Chanel caught her eyes as the words reverberated in their minds. We we should get back to the others. Catherine said to break a delicious tension building between them. Chanel admired how Catherine's ass moved under the fabric and had to struggle to keep her hands back. It was going to be an interesting dinner. Ben lay in bed wondering when his current fame would fade and the public's attention deficit disorder and desperate need for novelty would drive it to latch onto some other poor schmuck. He shuddered when he recalled the look in that young woman's eyes when she approached him to autograph her body. She and her friend treated him like he already owed them his attention. Was that the true nature of fame? A tacit approval for anyone to invade your personal space and consume your time? He would need advice from Gabriella on how to downplay the whole hero shit. He didn't want it. He didn't need it. It was bullshit and that was that. He felt an ache from long ago echo through his soul and squeezed his eyes shut to prevent the images from returning. Ben forced his mind to think about something else, and the first thing that came to mind was Margot. He owed her an answer. He wanted to speak with Gabriella, but he was definitely leaning in the direction of saying yes. He sighed. He could hear Gabriella's words to him in the dress shop in the hotel lobby. He couldn't protect everyone. She wanted him to protect his heart. Protect himself. The words triggered his mind to flash an image at him. He thrashed to escape it, and squeezed his eyes shut tight, a moan escaping his lips. There was a soft beep of his door unlocking and quiet footsteps leading up to the bed. It might be Gabriella or Catherine. They both had a key to his door. There was a shift on the bed as someone crawled up the bed towards him. Ben? Are you awake? It's me, Sophia. He smiled, incredibly grateful for her sudden appearance. Hello, Sophia. He rumbled. They said I could come wake you up for dinner. We're going back to that restaurant we went to the first night. Ben saw she was on her hands and knees next to him so he reached out and drew her down over his chest. He heard her sigh happily then her lips were on his. Sophia's mouth was soft and yielding, her tongue timid. So much different from her sister. He focused on the beautiful soft woman pressing him to the bed. He stroked his lips across hers and she sighed. He gently sucked her lower lip between his and the tip of her tongue slid across his lips. Ben felt the spark from that shoot through his body and his hands slid down her back. As they approached her ass he felt Sophia's body tremble in anticipation. Her cheeks filled his palms and he squeezed them firmly bringing a coup from her lips. She pressed herself down against his growing erection and gasped as she felt it throb in response. Sophia's hands tugged at his shirt and he arched his back to make it easier for her to pull it up. A little maneuvering later the shirt was off and her hands were running over the thick muscles of this chest as her breath came out in gulps. She was getting a little too excited. He needed to take the edge off for her. Ben rolled over and she was under him with a squeak. She was wearing a dress so he slipped down and pushed it up until he could see her lovely white lace panties. 
He pressed his lips to her mound through the panties, and she made a delightful yip sound as her hips rose from the bed. He slipped his fingers around the panties at her hips and tugged them down quickly causing her to gasp once more and raise her head to see his hungry eyes looking up at her. She shivered with desire and cried out when his tongue stroked across her wet pussy. She almost came from his first touch she was so charged up but Ben eased her into her pleasure and soon had her writhing under his tongue. He could tell she was very close so he slid his finger into her as he took her clit between his lips and gently sucked on it. Sophia's thighs snapped shut pinning Ben's mouth to her as she cried out her bliss. Her body spasmed and Ben held on as best he could as she shook through a huge release. Her fingers were tangled in his hair as she held him tight against her. When her body finally stopped twitching her thighs released Ben's head and he pulled back. He sucked his finger clean of her juices and moved up the bed to lie beside her. He pulled her back onto his chest and she rested her cheek on his chest as she came down from her high. She felt the heat against her thigh and pleasantly wondered what that was. Then she realized it was Ben's cock. He'd finished undressing as he'd pleasured her with his mouth. She felt an immediate tingle pass through the reddened flesh of her sex. I didn't bring a condom, she said when she realized her mistake. That's okay, we don't need to do any more, he said gently. I want to, she said and kissed his chest. Could you pull out? Like you did with Rachel? She asked hesitantly. Are you sure? He asked. Sophia ground against his body and felt the heat pressing between her thighs. Oh God, yes. You may want to remove that dress, he suggested. She sat up on his body and froze as she felt the thick head of his cock trapped between his body and the spread open lips of her pussy. Oh my, that feels so good, she sighed. She tugged her dress up and over her head and dropped it to the side. She gasped and dropped her hands to his chest to brace herself as her movements rubbed his cock across her sensitive flesh. Once she recovered from that she smiled down at him and reached back to unclasp her bra. She timidly slid it off her shoulders watching his face. He smiled up at her and gently moved her arms away to expose her pretty breasts. She was a little overconscious of them as of the four McGovern women she had been the one gifted with the largest breasts. They weren't full like Gabriella's but they were definitely larger than her mother's. Ben reached up and held them in the palms of his hands and Sophia sighed with happiness then moaned as she stroked herself along the length of his hard cock. Her eyes closed and she bit her lip as she rolled her hips and continued to stroke his cock against her. When she could no longer wait she reached under herself and pointed his cock upwards to press against her opening. She pushed back and yelped as the slick head popped inside. Her legs trembled and she sank a few more inches before Ben grabbed her hips and slowed her descent. Thanks. She croaked as she adjusted to his girth. He slowly lifted her up and she mewled sweetly. When he reached the top he reversed direction and just as slowly she took his thickness back inside her. Oh me, oh me, oh me. She chanted as the heat of his cock went deeper and deeper into her velvety softness. Ben was struggling to maintain the slow pace when his body was demanding that he speed up. His hips wanted to drive upwards as she felt so incredibly good. He knew she wasn't ready for that so he kept the pace slow and deliberate and felt her trembling. He stopped in reverse direction again. Ben! Oh jeez! Oh my! M-M-M-M-M-M-N-N-N-N-G-G-G! Sophia chirked as sparks exploded through her pussy. Once more he began to push inwards and this time he let himself go a little faster. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh damn, oh please, oh now, oh now, mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
She moaned into his mouth as sparks flew from his tongue to his cock through her body. She trembled then began to move. He grabbed her ass and pulled her roughly up and down on his cock, his need beginning to drive him. Sophia was in heaven. He was so strong and she felt so, right, in his powerful arms. His need was overpowering and she felt her own need rise to join his. She thrust her tongue into his mouth and he sucked on it drawing another moan from her. Her pleasure was beginning to spike and she couldn't hold back. I'm going to come. Ben. I'm going to come. Oh. She wailed as the first waves crashed over her. Ben continued to thrust and pull, dragging her clit back and forth across him, stretching out her orgasm. Finally she was almost raw from the continuous stimulation and she felt Ben tense up. He pulled his cock from her pussy and she surprised him by quickly slipping down his body to take his cock into her mouth. Fuck! Ben yelled as his orgasm struck sending surge after surge of cum into Sophia's hot mouth. Her tongue was stroking the underside of its head causing his orgasm to spike again and again. He gritted his teeth and shook as she milked the last of his cum from him. Finally she released his cock and he flopped back on the bed, completely spent. She climbed back up his body and he wrapped her in his arms. She laid her cheek on his chest and he kissed the top of her head. That was lovely. She murmured to him and he rumbled his agreement. She glanced at the clock. They had ten minutes to get ready for dinner. She sighed as she wanted to lie there on Ben's chest all night. But duty called so she gently pushed herself up and smiled down at him. You have ten minutes to get cleaned up, dressed and be presentable in the hallway for dinner. She stated. He groaned. Couldn't we just order in? Don't tempt me. She grinned and rolled off of him. She quickly leaned back and planted a kiss on his shaft causing him to jump. Hey! He barked. Giggling Sophia pulled her dress back on and rushed from his room with her panties in her hand. Nine minutes! She called as she left. He heard a loud squeak from the hall just before the door closed. Ben rolled out of bed slowly. He had nine minutes after all. Catherine bumped into Sophia as she went to step out of her room causing her daughter to squeak and drop something. She looked down and saw it was a pair of panties. She bent at the waist and picked up the dropped lingerie knowing full well that Chanel was getting a show from behind her in the room's entranceway. She stood up and tugged her hem down once more and handed the panties to Sophia. Have a little fun, did we? Cat grinned at her daughter's blush. She stepped out of the room followed by the detective and Sophia got a good look at her and Chanel's outfits. Her jaw dropped. You both look gorgeous. She gushed. Thank you, sweetie. Kat smiled at her daughter then the young woman rushed into the room to get changed as well. Chanel stood close to Catherine. Smoldering dark brown eyes locked on her blue ones. You play a dangerous game, Catherine McGovern. The raven-haired beauty whispered to her. Kat swallowed and couldn't look away. Chanel pulled back and a small smile slipped across her lips as she turned away to look at her cell. Catherine was trembling and recalled they had an audience. The two police officers standing guard outside Gabriella's door were watching them with interest. The door opened behind them and Gabriella stepped out in a lovely royal blue dress that clung to her curves which definitely distracted the officers. Miriam and Daniel were right behind her. Kat smiled at Miriam who was looking so mature in her new Parisian fashions, until she smiled as she was doing now. Then her youth came shining through and it made Kat's heart ache knowing they grew up so quickly. Daniel was looking smart in his suit and had his ever-present camera hanging at his hip. Megan and Rachel joined them and everyone commented on how amazing Chanel and she looked in the matching black and white. Ben stepped from his room and Catherine's heart fluttered. He was such a gorgeous man. Dark gray dress shirt open at the neck and tight black dress pants with black leather dress shoes. His dark hair and that thrilling scar made her weak in the knees. When he turned and caught sight of the group a huge smile spread across his face. 
Then he realized they had a new member in their group. Detective Babineau? How? What? He stumbled with his words. Please call me Chanel. I'm here on the advice of a smart man and woman who said I should go relax on a beach. I just happened to bump into Catherine on that beach so she invited me along. That's wonderful. He smiled then noticed the absence of their new companions. Where are Karen and Penny? Aren't they coming? Chief Inspector Favreau informed me that this would not be possible, for tonight anyway. Gabriella reported. They can at least order room service. Can they move to my room? I told them they would be there. I can sleep on the couch. Ben said. Gabriella and Catherine looked at each other then Gabriella nodded. Ben turned to the officers. We're going to move them to my room, number 501. The men nodded as Ben went inside to speak with the ladies. A few minutes later they came out of Gabriella's room, each carrying a few large shopping bags. They waved at their new friends then went into Ben's room with him. He came back out a minute later. They're going to order some dinner and go to bed as they're both exhausted. Ben explained. Sophia joined them, and they went downstairs. Catherine leaned over to Ben. That Shaka guy's bodyguard was watching the kids on the beach for a couple of hours today. Daniel kept an eye on him in return. Ben looked at her in shock. They stopped in the lobby. Why are we going out tonight? This lunatic could be out there, he exclaimed. That's why we are going out as a group. No one walks alone. We can't hide in our hotel for the rest of the trip, Gabriella said. Besides, you have an armed police escort. Chanel said with a small smile on her lips. Ben gawked at her. What? You thought I was carrying this purse because it matches my shoes? Chanel quipped. Catherine felt a tingle shoot through her, and she grinned at Ben. Isn't she hot? He smiled and nodded, but there was still a little unease in his stance. They headed out to the restaurant. Once they were on the street, Catherine slipped her arm through Chanel's who looked at her in surprise and caught Kat's little self-satisfied smirk. The woman chuckled. It was going to be an interesting dinner. Ben walked at the front of the group with Gabriella and kept his voice low as he spoke. He let her know about his meeting with Margot and what her proposal was. When he was finished Gabriella's face wore a frown as she considered the woman's idea. Then she looked up at Ben. The idea would work if her lifestyle doesn't change. But if she were to find that these infrequent visits weren't enough for her and needed to increase them, how well would she deal with not having control over your time? If she can get over her fear, if she sees it work, maybe but if she can it will mean a great deal of pain for you Ben. That worries me. You know how we can get when we're trying to protect you from that pain. Understand, my answers to you now are all filtered through that need to protect you. He smiled at her concerned look. That's exactly the kind of honesty that protects me the most. Thank you Gabriella. I'll have to think more on this and I'll bring up your points when I have dinner with her tomorrow night. He leaned over and gave her a kiss. Get a room. Catherine called out from the back and Gabriella chuckled. Chanel looked over at Catherine. So it doesn't bother you when your man kisses other women? Catherine smiled at her. For starters he isn't my man exclusively just as I'm not his woman exclusively. I love Ben. He loves me. That hasn't changed. When I'm with Ben it's just him and me, except for that one time with Gabriella. She murmured then looked up in dismay for having spoken aloud. Chanel grinned at Catherine for her admission but Sophia and Rachel were looking back at their mother wide-eyed. What? I love Gabriella. Catherine said a little defensively. Her daughter smiled and looked forward once more. She looked at Chanel with a guilty expression. I speak out of turn, a lot. But you are very cute when you do it so that makes up for it. Chanel said and delighted in the blonde's blush. They made it to the restaurant without issue and Gabriella was greeted once more by Giselle with a big hug and kisses to both cheeks. 
Ben also got the same treatment as Giselle was so impressed with his heroism. She'd seen the stories on the news and asked if she could take a picture with him to put on her wall of fame. Near the entrance was a wall of picture frames each showing Giselle standing with the celebrities who had visited her restaurant. Ben argued that he wasn't a celebrity and didn't belong next to these famous people. Giselle insisted he was more worthy of being honored than most of the people who adorned the wall. It was Gabriella's request to do it for her friend that finally made Ben agree. He stood next to the grinning woman with his arm over her shoulder while one of her staff took the picture. The service was extremely attentive and as they were on their first visit their meals were delicious. Ben noticed Catherine flirting with Chanel who was giving as good as she got. He had to hide his grin because from the flush on both their faces he could see how effective the teasing was. He shared a smile with Gabriella who had also picked up on their friend's activities. Sophia and Rachel seemed to be in deep conversation. Then the two women smiled at him and he suddenly caught on to what they were talking about. He blushed and looked back to his plate to see if he'd missed anything. The hour grew late and they finally ate the last morsels of their desserts. With a round of kisses and hugs they left the restaurant. They saw there were very few people walking on the streets in the neighborhood. Feeling a little uneasy they walked in a tighter group than they had been on the way there. When they reached the middle of the block they heard a loud voice. That's far enough. The group stopped and gathered a little tighter together. A large man stepped out of the shadows pointing a small nasty looking machine gun in their direction. It was the bodyguard. Please, nobody move or I will be forced to start shooting and there are children present. This would be very bad, the man stated. So you aren't here to kill us? Ben said, hoping to ease the fears of Daniel and Miriam at least. Mr. Shepard, let me get straight to the point. My employer is very upset with you. You cost him a lot of money. The twins were worth millions in ransom and twins are in high demand in our market. His ship has been seized and he really liked that ship. But the worst thing you did was take his property from him. It is a matter of principle. No one steals from him. I didn't take anything dash. Sharmuta and Zabala. Ben rocked back then his face contorted into rage. They're people not property. Ben growled and Gabriella gripped his arm to hold him back. Move again and I will put a bullet through the pretty head of the smart lady holding your arm. The bodyguard said with a cold voice. Ben glared at him. What do you want? He growled. It is simple. You and only you will walk back to the hotel with me and I will retrieve my employer's property. You will then buy us a lovely new yacht which we will use to leave. Once we are at sea I will shoot you dead. Several voices were raised in protest. Quiet! Barked the man with the gun. I'm not that keen on that idea either. What if I don't? Ben said. Then I kill you all here and take a hit team into the hotel and kill as many women and children as I have to on my way to get his property. I think a hero like you will choose the first plan. Ben stared at the man and realized he had no options. The police guards dash. We'll be the first to go and just so you don't get any stupid ideas about being a hero again your women will stay here. If they move or try to alert the authorities my employer will see this and he will make a simple phone call. Each one of them will be dead within the week as our hired killers take their lives one by one. You won't see them coming. So Shakir is here, Ben said. The bodyguard seeing defeat in Ben's eyes raised his fist and a small figure stepped out of an unlit doorway well down the street. He had to be at least thirty yards away. Ben frowned in puzzlement. Why the hell is he so far away? Ben asked. You have proven to be a very violent man. Mr. Shakir wisely does not wish to take any chances. Ben felt something cold pressing along his side between his torso and elbow. Ah. He wondered if it would hurt. Okay. I'll go. The women will be safe? Ben asked. The man snorted. Women are no threat. He sneered and turned slightly to give a signal to his boss. 
Chanel's shot struck him on the temple. The far side of his head blew out taking most of the gray matter with it. His legs were folding before the brains splashed to the sidewalk. Chanel and Catherine stepped out from behind Ben and Gabriella. They watched as Shaker spun and began to run away. Fuck! I can't hit him from here. Chanel grimaced. Give it! Catherine held out her hand and Chanel gave her the pistol. Catherine aimed, froze and two seconds later there was a loud crack. Rashid pitched forward face first to the sidewalk beside a car but out of sight. The two women kicked off their shoes and ran forward as fast as they could on the street to make sure the bastard didn't get away to make that call. As they approached Chanel held out her hand and Catherine handed the gun back. They heard an odd gasping noise on the other side of the car and Chanel ducked around it gun extended. The man was weakly clawing at the sidewalk to crawl forward. A large pool of blood was forming under his body. His arms were extended out and his cell was on the sidewalk three feet ahead. Rashid turned his head and the women grimaced. A portion of his throat was gone as well as half of his jaw. Pain-filled eyes stared up at them. They tracked Catherine as she slowly walked past and picked up the phone. She looked down at the dying man and realized she felt nothing at all for taking his life. He had ruined the lives of so many others, Penny and Karen included, that he didn't deserve to live. Sirens could be heard in the distance. A lot of sirens. If he lives we're always in danger, Catherine said. Chanel nodded and stepped on the back of the man's neck. He tried to move but the hole in his throat began to gush. He wheezed and went still as the life went out of his eyes. She stepped back. Go back to your family. Remember, I did the shooting. Tell them, Chanel said. Catherine nodded then grinned. What? Your pussy's showing. Catherine snorted. Chanel looked down and saw her dress had ridden up when she ran. She grinned back at the blonde. I wasn't going to tell you as I was admiring the view but so is yours. They both pulled the dresses back down to cover themselves and grinned at each other. As Catherine headed back she pulled the dress up to show her ass and smiled cheekily over her shoulder. Chanel just shook her head. Catherine went back to the group as quickly as she could, keeping her dress from rising as it did before. She lost her smile when she saw Ben sitting on the ground. Gabriella was kneeling beside him holding the pocket square from Daniel's jacket pocket against Ben's right side. He was wincing in pain. What happened? Catherine barked. Chanel's aim around Ben wasn't so good. It hit him too. Gabriella growled. Flashing lights approached. It's just a flesh wound, the man hissed. Daniel giggled then looked immediately sorry but Ben gave him a big smile and mouthed thank you to him. Daniel smiled nervously back. Remember everyone, Chanel did all the shooting, Catherine said looking into their eyes and received nods. Daniel looked troubled. What's wrong? Cat asked him. Should I delete the movie I shot? He asked. You caught that on video? She gaped. He nodded. Hell no. I want to show that to my father. He'll be so proud. She grinned. But give the memory stick to your sister in case the police want to see your camera. He smiled and moved to Miriam. Is Shaka dead? Ben asked. Very. Cat responded. Good. The police arrived and soon ambulances were brought in. The paramedics looked after Ben, and he'd just been grazed on his right side halfway down his torso. Stung like a bitch, and it would scar but definitely not life-threatening. They treated the wound and put a proper bandage on it. The paramedic peeled back the bandage on his left side and looked at Ben in surprise. Then he saw the multitude of scars including the three old bullet scars. Are you a soldier? The man asked as he put a new bandage on Ben's left side. No, just unlucky. But I compensate by being lucky in love. He tilted his head towards the open doors of the ambulance. Standing outside were seven worried-looking people all staring in at Ben. The man smiled.
May I go? Ben asked. The paramedic nodded and had him sign the release form. Ben climbed gingerly out of the ambulance and was gathered into the embrace of his family. Not the result I was hoping for, but it will have to do, came a voice behind them. Chief Inspector Favreau was standing next to the ambulance with Chanel, who was looking relaxed. She smiled at Catherine, who smiled back. What were you hoping to get? A confession? Ben growled. The pain was making him a little testy. The chief inspector frowned. No, but a list of his clients would have been helpful. Catherine suddenly remembered she was holding the cell phone. Maybe it's on his phone, she said as she moved forward to hand it to the man. This is Rashid Shakir's phone? How did you get it? The man asked. Catherine ran over after the shooting to see if I got him. She must have picked it up then, Chanel said. Ken nodded with wide eyes. He was dead. It was horrible. Yes, sorry you had to see that, Favreau said, missing the byplay between the two women. I have to get this back to the techs. Thank you. I hope your vacation goes a little more smoothly from this point on, the chief inspector said as he prepared to leave. Does this mean Karen and Penny are no longer needed as witnesses? Ben asked. Favreau paused. I still have some questions for them. They may have witnessed Shakir performing transactions with customers. They may be able to identify them. With Shakir's death they no longer require police protection, but I will need to speak with them. He hustled away. Catherine handed the black heels to Chanel who sighed looking at them then slipped them back on. Then she took her purse back. I have to go to the station and fill out some reports. Firing my weapon within city limits. Killing two suspects. Paperwork. Bah. She smiled at Catherine. I still have to get this dress back to you. Can I see you tomorrow? You'd better. Catherine growled playfully. Chanel quickly glanced around but saw they were being ignored. She stepped forward and planted a sensual kiss right on the blonde's lips drawing a moan from her. She pulled back and smiled at the dazed and dreamy look on Kat's face. Until tomorrow. She strode away in the annoying shoes but she was walking on clouds. Ben and Gabriella walked up behind Catherine. Hey, get a room. Gabriella teased. Kat squeaked as she became aware of her surroundings once more. She blushed at her friends and they gathered her between them and the group made their way back to the hotel. They'd had quite enough excitement for the night.